0: You're listening to The Profession's Greatest Physical Therapist, Their Past,
1: Our Future Podcast.
0: We're your hosts, Ethan Mitchell
1: and Joey Stewart, first year physical therapy students at Angelo State University.
0: This is the podcast that is made to inspire pre-PTs, SPTs, and current physical therapists to become the greatest versions of themselves, physically, mentally, academically, financially, and
1: spiritually. Let's get into it. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day you're listening to this, everybody. Um, today we got a great PT on. We got Dr. Emmanuel Fasania. Um, hey. Had the pleasure of working with him whenever I was a tech at my clinic, and always been inspired by this guy. Manuel, how you doing today, man?
2: Hey, man. Hey, Joe. You you make me blush over here, man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but hey, I'm like I said, man. I'm blessed, man. I can't complain one bit, man. Just out here trying to trying to get to the next level
1: there we go I love to hear that and can't wait to see you get there and oh yeah get to the next level the next level
2: oh yeah we got to keep climbing got to keep that oh yeah
1: so let's get started off um I know you got quite a story as to how you became who you are today uh you mind sharing that with us
2: Man, yeah, man, if I uh, I don't, I don't want to be long-winded here, I'm going to, you know, cut the story super short. Um, but man, uh just getting into PT school, number one, that was that was a struggle. You know, uh man, almost graduating undergrad was a struggle, you know, uh um it's kind of a stigma when you're going into a graduate level program, um top less of a doctorate program for sure. Um, of what you need to get there, you know, and how Unattainable, unattainable. That um, prerequisite looks like, you know. Um, but man, the mind, the, the power of the mind is not a joke, man. Drake said that, like for real, and it, it's it's true. Um, because man, undergrad, I had, I I got in there. I started at community college, went to undergrad. Um, first time away from my parents. I looked to my left, looked to my right, told them I could do whatever I want, you know. Go there, my GPA definitely reflected my decisions, you know. Um, so I spent a lot of time digging myself out of that hole once I realized what I wanted to do. And then finally, I graduated, brought my GPA up to good standing, put in a last minute application to PT school, did not get in my first child once I graduated, moved to Houston, and then I was on, you know, just laser focus. I was working at Best Buy at the time this looks like a Best Buy shirt, but it's my concerters PT. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. But, but yeah, I was working at Best Buy, man, and, um, you know, trying to just get into school. I remember getting a phone call from an advisor, you know, letting me know that I'll be getting into physical therapy school, you know, at TWU, my second try around. So it was definitely a journey. Um, You know, I used to, man, when, you know, the power of mind is a joke, but shoot, actions is what's going to breed success. Success is not a mistake. You know, you don't accidentally become successful. You know, you work at it every day and you have to do things that a lot of people aren't willing to do now. So you can live like a lot of people won't be able to live later, you know. And uh, that's kind of the mindset I took with doing things. I went on a physical therapy tour within Texas. I'm talking about I got on my little 2000 Nissan Maxima and drove all around Texas for 15 minute meetings with advisors just so they could see my face and let them know that, Hey, this guy really wants to get into your school. Um, this guy, you'll get somebody that's dedicated, that's focused, that wants nothing else, but to become a successful PT and help people. So, uh, you know, that combined with, you know, just sitting down and like I said, having that laser focus to be able to, um, get to a destination and then, you know, once you knock down that goal, then you got to finish BT school and that's another struggle. And then we graduated from there, but the grind never stops, you know, and what I've learned is that it's in itself, the grind never stops, you know, and you just have to embrace it and embrace the grind and just fall in love with the process. Man, I love the grind. I love the struggle because without the struggle, where would I be, man? So um, just got to keep going for sure amen to that it's
1: what gets me is how you mentioned like the low gpa and whatnot or lower two standard gpa and i think that's a big killer for a lot of people in the pre-pt world they get to the feeling like that gpa is not good enough and kind of like you just tied it all in together at the end you know you just got to love the grind and love the struggle and everything that comes with it
0: yeah i uh, and at the end there you said you love the struggle and um you know one quote i heard one time is a uh, struggle is the stimulus for strength and so mm-hmm. like whenever you're working out you're struggling and that that struggle that stimulus is going to you know build that strength so i, I think that's right really oh yeah
2: cool. oh yeah for sure 110% that 110% for sure
1: so um as you mentioned you are my concierge pt and um yeah can you just tell us a little bit about um, how you came to start that up and what inspired you?
2: Yeah, man. Um, so, man, I got that. I was born with that entrepreneur bone, man. My dad, you know, he became an entrepreneur, you know, um, and it just some way somehow I knew some, someday it was going to hit me, but, you know, it kind of snuck up on me, you know, in, uh, that um, my concentration PT was born, man. So, um I oh my gosh did I hang up? Hello okay I'm sorry. Um, so I was in a in a situation to where I was a resident, and as you know, residency is tough. Um, it's full time work and kind of you know full time student you know um, because you have you while you're at work you're learning under your you know your resident mentor. I'm so sorry. Somebody keeps calling me. Sorry. No worries. no worries. You're good. We can still hear you. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. So, one, um, uh, um, I was in a residency. So, as you know, I'm so sorry about that, guys. But Residencies, um, you get paid at a fraction of what a regular staff PT would get paid. I don't know if you guys know that, um, knew that, but Let's say they're paying PTs 65, 70 K to start on, you know, at an outpatient clinic, the residents would get paid, you know, I'm being transparent, like 40, 45 K, you know um, you know, so um, you know, I had to make sure I made, that was more money than I've ever made in my life. Right. So regardless, I was a student my whole life. So that um, was still, you know, you know, i was glad to be getting a paycheck, but I knew, you know, I needed to, you know, make a little bit more for all the time that I put into school, you know, to get this degree. So um and just to to be, you know, I was just trying to be a little bit more, trying to earn a little bit more and use this degree to my advantage. So, you know, I started my concierge PT and concierge physical therapy, as you know, is already a, a practice, you know. Um, just basically a cash-based practice. You skip in insurances and it's uh basically patients are paying for convenience, you know. So sudden have to go through insurance companies they see my link they you know they could have a previous script from a a doctor and uh boom they can see me um so now we have direct access we have you know 10 days to see um a patient you know without a script and then they would have to get a script you know and then with a resident if your residency train you get i believe it's 15 days um, that you get to see them so um But now, you know, I started my conscious PT just to earn some extra money on the side, man, while I was in school. okay, I can at first start just seeing my friends for free and then they started posting me on their Instagram and people started hitting me up for services. And um, shout out to Dr. Adib Kofay in Houston with um, with uh, Movement Evolution. And uh, shout out to Dr. Nora Hamida. You know, she's a lead role at the Carroll Clinic. They showed me what cash-based PT could do and they show yeah you know you see a patient they pay you cash you treat them physical therapy protect yourself with liability insurance make sure you know you just follow the proper protocols and you could you know do a cash-based business so um I started doing it like that and little by little I'm like hmm okay I'm making this much doing this you know seem like one patient a day imagine if I had more time to see people a day so Um, long story short I'm doing this full time now man uh, My Concierge PT and we um, and it's kind of putting me on a platform to where now I'm like man I may need a clinic location you know so stay tuned man stay tuned that is on the way
1: 2021 Yeah, I remember when you first made the My Concierge PT page and um, I've just it's been awesome watching it grow and watching you just Put all your passion into it, and I really can't wait to see that that location.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, we'll yeah. So, business, man. Yeah, oh, uh, man. I was looking at your
1: Instagram, and
0: I, I saw you were working with uh, Taylor Gabriel, like NFL wide receiver. Is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, yeah. man. That's a yeah, that's yeah. um, uh yeah. Actually, one of my childhood best friends, man. Oh wow, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so uh, we met. We met each other in middle school, but we started becoming very close in uh, high school. Um, You know, uh, as we grew up together, man, we just, he just, we stuck, we have a close knit group of friends, you know, a few of us from that high school, you know, that stuck together and we just stayed friends all the way up into adulthood. And, you know, I was always talking about in school, man, hey, when I graduate, you know, we got to open up a clinic, man, or we got to, you know, do something, you know, like it's kind of like a retirement plan for him, you know, like, um, you know, you know, football doesn't last forever and you want to be able to diversify your portfolio and, you know, we always want to do something together. So um, while I was in school, he actually let me, you know, closer to my, the end of me getting in school, you know, let me, you know, kind of do some stuff with him and, you know, take him through some, uh, Therapeutic exercises and some neuromuscular education, just working on, you know, balance and, you know, injury prevention, stuff like that, um, as I was learning it, you know. Um, and I felt like a great deal of my knowledge came from the Carol Clinic and being under people like Dr. Adib Kalfabe for Movement Evolution and, uh, and Nora Hamida. Um, they were great PTs. that had the great training for Institute for Athlete Regeneration. That's IAR. That's a residency and fellowship program. Great program. I'm um, taking a hands-on approach, you know, um, to treating your clients. And, uh, you know, it, it taught me so much, increased my confidence. It was tough, um, but it was definitely worth it. And uh, I, it gave me the confidence to really be able to do this full-time and knowing, like, I know how to evaluate, diagnose, and then treat um, different um, dysfunctions and, you know, elements going on with people. And I felt very confident doing that due to the training I got with uh, IAR. Um, so um, that really helped me propel And that's what, you know, gave Taylor the confidence To let me work with him Once I passed my boards and everything And I graduated, I started working with him little by little As I was building my concierge PT I started working with him And then some of his NFL buddies would You know, um, hey, who's your PT? Or who's that guy? Or who's your trainer? You know, uh, and he'll send them my contact Crazy thing is, I feel like if any PT is listening to this, market yourself, let people know what you do. You're not a personal trainer. You're not a chiropractor. You know, you're not an athletic trainer. You are a doctor of physical therapy and do not be ashamed to call yourself Dr. So-and-so. You worked very hard for it. You know, I, it was weird for me initially, but I am Dr. E the PT and I'm proud to say it. I worked very, very hard for my degree. You know, um I worked very, very hard to be where I am today and that, that doctorate was earned and I am a doctor of physical therapy, you know, and we need to market ourselves more. I tip my hat to chiropractors because chiropractors, they are the best marketers when it comes to this, because everybody knows what a chiropractor is. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, if you're doing something like for me personally, uh when somebody's um Sometimes when people are inquiring about my services, because I try to do a good job of educating people about what PTs do doing, who we are. When people inquire about my services, they say, oh, so, oh, I see that you were working on their back. Do you do chiropractic work? Uh, like, um, I kind of got this explanation from one of my um, mentors, Nora. She, she would say, um, we have a lot of overlap in the things that we do, um, but um, physical therapists are... I try not to, I don't have to downplay anybody else to talk about myself. So I just tell them what we do, you know, physical therapists are the movement specialists. Um, we evaluate and treat patients and improve ailments that impact the musculoskeletal system. So, you know, I, I, I tell them that, tell them what we do, you know, we study anatomy and physiology, physiology alongside MDs, nurse practitioners, you know, you know, on that level, you know, so we can speak that same language with them, you know, um, we are you will find us in a hospital based system you know versus finding other you know practitioners there you know we will we are part of the you know post surgical rehabilitation we're part of injury prevention we're part of just you know adding life to your days and just moving better you know so the value of physical therapy needs to be shared with the world every just like you have a dentist you may have a family practice doctor you may have an optometrist you need to have a physical therapist Everybody needs a physical therapist. You get one body, right? You know, um, and we want to make sure we take care of that body. All right. You know, so, you know, you, we, you could go, you know, I know what my level of expertise is. You know, I know what, you know, a uh, athletic trainer's expertise is or a, you know, a personal trainer that you knows straight and conditioning coach, you know, there's, but I know my expertise. I know how, you know, to treat you properly in a way that it won't affect any kind of medical diagnoses that you have going on. You know, that's what separates us from different practices. I actually made a post on My Concierge PT today um, talking about um, the four things that uh, PTs can do that MDs can't do for you. You know, um, it was it was an article from uh, NBC, very credible article. So um, I posted that. Y'all check me out. Follow me at, at My Concierge PT. You know, follow some great content. Shameless plug. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, yeah, that's how I got introduced to Taylor Gabriel. Um, you know, um, great guy, great athlete, great father, great husband, man, great friend. So uh, um, he, he really wants to see people around him be successful. So he doesn't mind posting on his Instagram so other people could. I do good work with him. Quality work. He saw that. He's not afraid to put his name on, you know, my work that I do, you know, so other guys hit me up. I worked with a lot of NBA guys. I worked with some people who play ball overseas. You know, I worked with high school athletes. I worked with collegiate athletes, I worked with NFL, NBA, like, college, like everything, you know, I, I honestly gave me the confidence to, like, whoever walks through my door, I don't care if it's, you know, LeBron James right now, I can talk to him, and I will have the confidence in, being, in treating him because of you know the, the knowledge and the time that I put into learning this. And the thing is it's ever going. Like I'm not, I don't know it all. I'm continuously learning, continuously um, being inspired by my colleagues in physical therapy world and the and the uh, shoot personal trainers and getting different therapeutic exercises from them and how I could cross that over to learn add my medical knowledge to the exercise that they're doing and helping people so I'm continuously learning continuously growing and uh, trying to improve so I can work with more uh, people and help more people.
0: Heck yeah man love to hear it love to hear it that's really inspiring I mean you definitely have the confidence and I'm sure you, you like you said you've built that confidence over time working with so many different people. So that's inspiring to hear. But uh, my guy Joey says that uh, you're really big on educating the patient during physical therapy. Can okay. you tell us a little bit
2: about your approach to that and its
0: importance to you?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, my, my biggest thing is making sure that my patient has a good understanding of what's going on. Because if you're able to explain something to somebody, that means you understand it yourself. So it gives them the confidence um, in who is treating them that, hey, this person understands what he's talking about. And he breaks it down into and so, and so where I can understand what I'm going through. That way, you know, I don't know if y'all, have y'all talked about the pain science before. Ooh, I love you know, it or, or, pain. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. So it's kind of oh, like that pain God. science thing. Yeah, so if, if you can you put your patient in control of what's going on with them, man, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. It'll help your job a lot as a physical therapist, man. You could help decrease their pain with a conversation and gain, have, giving them that confidence that they have control of their pain, they have control of their ailment or whatever they're going through. And I always tell people, my job is for you not to need me anymore. I want you to get back to running without pain. I want you to get back to going to work without pain and working out and things like that, you know. So, I educate them on what's going on so we don't keep doing the same things, just, um, the same daily activities or you no, know, if if I could just talk to them I always tell them it doesn't matter. I give you the best treatment in the world, but if you keep if you go back to doing the same thing that you always do, you know, it's it's not going to benefit you. So, I you know I educate them on if I could just have them change a the sleeping position or their posture or, you know, their movement patterns, you know, I could help my job be easier and help them get back to what they love doing faster. So education is very key for me, man. You got to be able to break it down to layman's terms So don't start throwing all these uh, big words at them, Joey, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Yeah, That's really great. And, uh, I kind of just thought of a question uh, because it's a a pretty hot topic in the APTA right now, like uh, DEI initiatives and stuff, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was curious, like, um, what's your take on kind of how we can help bring minority awareness more about physical therapy and, like, Maybe even just like consumers of physical therapy that are minorities. How do we yeah. help them
2: educate them more about physical therapy? What are your thoughts on that, man? Uh, I think we need to. I feel like you're absolutely right, man. Um, when I went to school, it was I was like one of two other you know black guys there, you know, um, and that was that was a big you know that's huge, you know. Normally I'm it's just me, you know. Um, like at the clinic I worked at, I was only you know, black person there, you know, so um, it's, it's, uh, it's tough, you know, uh, but I feel like the main thing that we need to do uh, and even like myself in this position is keep uh, express, like showing the world what PTs do for people who want to receive, you know, treatment from us. So we're reaching because what I've noticed is my community doesn't know too much about physical therapy and uh, they know about chiropractors though. You know, like I said, like, so they do an amazing job at letting people know they exist. So we need to stop hiding and being, I don't know what it is. Like, it's like, we're scared to let people know I'm a physical therapist. Like, even if, if you notice, like, if you go to acute care, say, like, oh, I'm going to therapy. I'm going to therapy. You know, we, it's almost like we don't even say physical therapy or, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to do rehab. It's like, if you see these gyms out here, they're, their, or not gym clinics. Like they're going to be like sports medicine, rehabilitation. They're not going to say physical therapy a lot, you know? So um, I'm taking that risk and I'm branding myself with physical therapy, you know, just to let people know this because a lot of people, there's a lot of people out here that uh, um, say they're doing therapy, but they're not licensed physical therapists, you know, and we're letting them get away with that because she, y'all not speaking up. So somebody else is going to speak up in our place, you know, So we got, I just feel like to add more diversity and inclusion, we need people like me who've made it to the other side need to um, be out there more, you know, and, you know, possibly, you know, take on more students or go to these schools and let them know this career exists, you know, um, different things like that. And just for everybody, you know, we're all brothers and sisters in this field, man. And we just need to just advocate for our profession, just, Shout up from the rooftop! I'm a physical therapist, and I love what I do. You know, and I help people move better. You know, so you just gotta keep doing that, man.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely love your passion with that. Um, so definitely help with uh, increasing representation in the physical therapy field. Advocate, and I think one thing you said is, you know, we definitely need to market more and like i feel like marketing will solve a lot of problems with the physical therapy field. so
1: yeah yeah like yeah, sure. out the skills that you have like you went to school for three years you know mm-hmm. you've got the skills and know-how the wherewithal make it known
2: right like you right.
1: said we're doctors of physical therapy so
2: right right people are really embarrassed honestly because some doctors some mds i've heard you know, kind of take offense to that. But what's crazy is, I mean, I've never, you know, they don't take offense to a doctor or a cop, right? To call themselves a doctor, you know, you know, they don't get offense. You know, a lot of these other people, I mean, honestly, maybe let's say MDs, they're the only person that could call themselves doctor, but that's not how it is. I'll be a perfect world. You know, there are other people who earn doctorates, whether they're PhDs or, you know, clinical doctors like us, optometrists, um, um, dentist we all call them doctor why can't we be called doctor as well you know so you we should be doctor? able to... psychology and philosophy there's something with doctors right right they're doctors so we would we would call yourself what you are you know you are a doctor of physical therapy and don't be afraid to um, call yourself that man um, i'm not uh, and i'm gonna continue to call myself that and and if anybody has like um, any objection to that i'll educate um, them on our profession and hopefully that they will be able to see you know how great PT is you know
0: heck yeah I think I am ready to yell from the rooftops now me me and Joey we will be doctors of physical therapy let's go <laughs> I'm
1: gonna shout that from my apartment balcony real quick uh, <laughs> I'm going to play. I'll am do that later um, um, all right
0: but I just had a one more final question for you And this is a question we like to ask all of our guests. Oh, did we lose you? Are you still there? Okay, still there. What's your definition of a great physical therapist?
2: Ooh, man, uh, that's a good question, man. Um, A definition of a great physical therapist is uh, honestly somebody who knows they don't know it all, you know? Somebody who's going to listen to the patient. um, Because I'm a... One thing they taught us in IAR is to not be cookie cutter, meaning like don't be the same. Don't do it. It's not a one size fits all treatment for each patient. And a lot of places do that. You know, I hear that a lot. Oh, I had back pain. I was on the heat. I rode the bike for 10 minutes. I was on heat for 10, 15 minutes. They um, did ice for 20 minutes and they did some electrical stimulation. And that was my treatment. Like, man, that that I'm so sorry. And that's their, that's a lot of people's experience with physical therapy, and and it and it and it it's bad. It's a bad look on us. That's why I try my my best to have a great first, second, third, fourth, fifth impression on people to show them that hey, this is real physical therapy here. This is what we do. So I I always stress my the evaluation portion because I don't want to be a cookie cutter you know exercise with you or treatment with you. I want to know exactly what's going on, what caused it. What makes it better? What makes it worse? You know, do you have trouble when you sleep? You know, you know, the whole evaluation thing, like we really need to have a conversation with our patients and help them understand what's going on. So you could even understand from them what's going on. And that would be listening, being a great listener and a great communicator would be the number one thing. If I was just a, say well great physical therapist would be able to do that man Just being a great communicator great listener
1: that's powerful man thanks for that
2: yeah yeah for sure no problem man thank you guys for having me on
1: of course man it was a pleasure having you on i loved hearing everything we loved hearing everything i know the people that listen are gonna love hearing this and um is there any way they can get in touch with you instagram twitter something
2: yeah man um Follow me on Instagram at my pt at my concierge pt and be looking out. I'm gonna drop this. A lot of people who don't know, I'm gonna drop this. Look out for Elite Alliance Physical Therapy. Out coming I mean, soon. What's I'm it soon. called? Elite Alliance Physical Therapy. E A P T E A. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I will. Def- I'm definitely looking out. Watch your page like I'm already, yeah. so. <laughs> right,
2: yeah, yeah. Look out for that. It's soon coming out here. It's in the works, Center Construction, but Elite Alliance Physical Therapy is coming soon. But follow My Concierge PT. That's right here. Hmm. Follow My Concierge Yeah.
1: We'll have that in the show notes, too, so. But yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: All right, man. We appreciate yeah, man. your time. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much, E.
2: All right. I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, keep keep studying hard. Happy <laughs>